So this is our second episode uh, of Artisans. Yeah. So, hi Molly. <laughs> hi. Let's pretend the phone's not here so we get the conversation yeah, flowing. Completely. And today we're going to talk about um, uh, uh, we have an, uh, about an exhibition that, we're, that I'm part of uh, at a place called Mario's Cafe in Kentish Town. And uh, it, uh, it's a, a collage exhi- exhibition. And it's a bit loud because we're at the cafe. So we wanted to um, do it. Yeah, yeah, and to do it in the place and, yeah, to, you know, it's chill. Yeah. Um, so we're here with Gustav. Gustav is also um, an artist. Well, that's one of the questions we wanted to ask later. But Gustav's one of the collage artists that um, is in the exhibition. And there's also Tom. But Tom's a little bit late. Um, he'll join us when he comes through the door, uh, just to warn you all. So um, I wanted to have this um, podcast about uh, our exhibition because we um, we love collage and we approach the subject from uh, different perspectives because I, I'm a, a fine artist uh, graduate I'm a graduated uh, from fine art so I'm like an officially an artist whatever that means and Gustav studying religion and um, his politics politics and, and Tom is an architect and there's also a, a cultural background difference because you are from Europe you're Danish I'm Colombian and Tom's from the UK and there's also an age thing I think because you're in your early 20s I'm in my late forties, and Tom, I think he's maybe mid forties. <laughs> so I, I just think that makes kind of makes it all really interesting because what um, uh, the, the common denominator is our love for collage, and we met through an exhibition I did at a place called Map Cafe in Kentish Town last year, and Gustav was there at the opening. We have some friends in common, and um, and he said, "Let's get together and talk about collage," and I was like, "Yeah, brilliant," and then and then. Uh, that was on for like six weeks, I think. And then when I was on my way to taking it down, I got an email from Tom randomly. We didn't know each other. And he said, oh, I love your work and I love collage. Let's get together. And I was like, okay, this is the second strike. So let's get together. And we got together. And from the beginning, we were like, let's do an exhibition. And I loved the process and I loved how supportive to each other we were. We were. And, and that's something that I was really missing, as, you know, being an artist. And sometimes we find ourselves working by ourselves mm. so um, maybe um, we can start talking about what do you want to start talking about I feel about? like maybe you Gustav could maybe give us a little introduction so you can actually describe yourself how you want to so then we can know how to relate topics to you and like even if you want to be called an artist yeah. and stuff like that so yeah yeah, well, I do. Um, my name is Gustav Hagild, and I I, I do uh, visual arts. Uh, collages is a medium that I have uh, started working with within the seriously within the last year um, because I did. Uh, I wanted to put on an exhibition in last fall, and no one wanted to show me, so I had it at my house, and I had invited all my friends, and I hung all my my collages. Uh, That's and, brilliant. Yeah, I managed. To, also to sell a few to my friends which is kind of good yes. uh, but, um, but it was a good way to sort of almost come out as someone who, who makes visual arts and, and collages is quite an accessible media yeah. um, so, but I've always done art and I've been very passionate about painting and I still do a lot of painting mainly sort of abstract oil painting um, but the collages are interesting because I do Day to day, I study religion and politics, as you said, and um, 
and they very much inform my art practice. Uh, and I guess it's interesting in, in relation to whether or not you are an artist or not. Because uh, it's not a protected title, so I feel, I feel a bit uh, preposterous almost calling myself an artist. I think to some degree it's up to other people or it's up to building a... I very much think that it's sort of like if other people want to want to call me an artist, or then then I'll then I'll take it on. But I try not to describe myself too much as an artist. Because maybe you're a person who makes art. Do you think? You, do you believe you're making art? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you understand that you're in some ways. Uh, uh, art maker or art yeah. practitioner yeah. necessary you don't want to hold autonomy over the word artist yeah I don't at least I don't want to um, at least I don't want to rush it or I don't okay. want to I think I don't know if I am yet worthy of the is that your newness your um, your newness to art to even making it or yeah, is that no it's my I think that's a good question because it's not that I'm new to art and I've always made a, yeah. a lot of things with the intention of it being art okay. like when I was little I didn't just make drawings they were yeah. meant to be presented in a certain way when I did yeah. art in my uh, sixth form I uh, I also did it very seriously and very big and installations and it was very with the intention of making art I guess it's because I'm quite new to the professional side of it yeah I, I, so the market, the art market, I'm quite new yeah. to. Uh, so you see, like artists as a professional term. Or perhaps that's yeah. the perhaps that perhaps that's, that's the. And when you when you said so when you said that um, you started doing it seriously in a year ago, what do you mean by seriously? I mean I started to because I did collages in the past, but with this exhibition with the, about collage that we're showing here at um, at Mario's. Uh, it's a continuation of 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 uh, producing a body of work that is uh, focused around the topic of collages. It's sort of rather than having bits and bobs that you're sort of playing around with. Mm. I try to sit down and, and make work for for my exhibition uh, in fall, and then for this exhibition again. Yeah. Okay. Um, my uh, passion for collages was sort of spurred on because I found these collages that I had done in six, in 2016. I found them in one. I keep everything. Like we've talked about this, yeah. I keep everything. Like we archive everything. And I found them in one of the boxes that I have, and um, and I was like, oh, this is actually quite interesting, and I think I might be able to work with this. And some of them I cut up and reused, yeah. and some of them I I thought worked. So this one, the big one that's hanging at the the end, is actually from. Um, from from 16 uh, so that was sort of the starting point oh, I see. into into sort of sitting down seriously for hours and yeah. working with it just thinking about I am making a collage and I am yeah. sort of I have yeah. ingredients and now I'm going to come up with mm -hmm. a piece yeah Mm. So how do you feel like religion has informed these particular pieces? Because for me personally, I'm seeing like obviously um, a heavy usage of like women and like nudity and some a sense of exposedness and I feel like that works in a complete like perfect parallel to religion because that's what religion is in a sense. It's this extreme sense of like self and also this extreme sense of like covering up and like, like there's a... Um, 
what's the word the censorship the censorship of especially women bodies and so how did that inform this or is this in a way no it definitely informed it my my first exhibition was called um god is still dead yeah uh which is a it's a it's a Nietzsche, Nietzsche reference <laughs> yeah um, and and it was about religion. I'm a, I'm a very staunch atheist. Okay. Uh, I had a period of my life where I was an anti-theist. What's that? That is saying uh, that's the sort of a, it's, a, it's a Russian anarchist idea that even if there was a god, what do we even think of him? Like, is yeah, that a god we could get behind? That's what I am. So that's <laughs> when you say like maybe there is a god, but he sounds pretty bad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then I moved away from that because I didn't even want to give that. I didn't want to entertain the idea yeah. that there might be a god. Um, so, so that body of work was about um, autonomy, about if you approach religion from a standpoint of complete atheism, what does religion look like? Yeah, that's very interesting. And that shows in a lot of different ways. It shows as you were talking about in the physicality of how do we dress how do we think of ourselves yeah. our bodies how do we think of our genders how do yeah. we think of our um, autonomy yeah but and and then on a more fundamental level it's also a question of, of uh, thought freedom that you can take control of your person that you don't have yeah. to submit to a higher being so a lot of the bodies are um, controlled or they might be released or they might be sort of bending the ideas of what is acceptable in a religious context because it is sort of saying if if these pieces were reflections of religion in an atheist world what would that religion look like and what does it look like it looks like a lot of different things because it's uh, I, I get a lot of mixed reactions from yeah. it some people say that it's scary and some people might think that a world without religion is scary yeah I find them quite liberating most yeah. of them um, I also find them quite romantic yeah I think there's a there's a romantic sense about just yes. human beings do you think that, that that romanticism maybe comes from a groundedness because I'm also I'm an agnostic I do I'm not an atheist but I believe that there is something out there I believe there's something loving so I, I grew mm-hmm. up Catholic and a lot of my work even with my painting sometimes the, the religion background comes through and is and then I rebel against it so it's a, it's a similar dynamic but when you when you talked about that the romanticism and taking the, the sort of religious element from nudity for, for instance mm-hmm. or censorship I think do, do you think that maybe that romanticism comes from a place of being more grounded because you are more in your human body yeah. as opposed to thinking about something mystic thinking about yourself as a spiritual yeah. afterlife yeah. no thinking, thinking of, of, of our, our reality as something that's kind of mystic and ruled by okay. some sort of god yeah. like if you're the creator of your own reality and we're yeah. really he- hellish monkeys then if you really are clo- that close to your body then it's, then romanticism is inevitable yeah I think yeah I, yeah definitely one of the most influential books I ever read was um, Camus uh, The Outsider okay. and after I read that I had a I had sort of a, a moment of a, I don't want to say a come to guard moment but I was walking home from school and it just all clicked because the book is about how nothing matters yeah life is futile there's and meaningless. no meaningless you yeah. can try to fill it with whatever you want but at the end of the day there's no sort of set bar that you have to achieve and that was sort of a big relief to be like actually 
I can do whatever I want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think that's I think that's a very romantic notion to say we I don't have to to act in a certain way. I can just relate to you here and now. Or, yeah. Um, uh, do my work. Or, yeah. Um, I feel like I think I understand why you when you use terms like romantic and you use them like, but I feel like there's a rom- a romanticizing that is happening, and I feel like of course you're gonna get terms of like romanticism when you're looking at Eurocentric thin bodied women mm-hmm. and I feel like when it's like against and this parallel of religion and then there's this it's like is this the ugliness and is, is this really the fundamentalist view or is this really the radicalist view of like in, in, in against a religion and then also then there's that notion of like okay it doesn't mean anything it doesn't matter but then it's like there's does that influence how you make work and what images you use because you truly can emit that into your work yeah yeah i think it does i um you're right in saying that it is being romanticized yeah because it is obviously that is one of the things i love about collages is that it is collaging you are putting together images that appeal to you sometimes it starts with the image sometimes you say oh i like this foot yeah i want to um, so there is definitely a sort of appropriation of ideas that fit together and the, here we're showing four works at my own show I showed a lot more and I think in that there was a lot of also of the darker sides I don't know if it's maybe it is the sort of outlandish viewpoint to say that there is no God and maybe that is the sort of fundamentalist yeah. I'm making inverted commas uh, <laughs> yeah inverted commas um, but I have always sort of been been grounded by this I've always felt like uh, this um, uh, Descartes says uh, I, uh, I think therefore I am and I sort of almost feel like I know that God does not exist and I know that that is what constitutes my my existence or like that makes me realize that, that, that there are other um, so the collages are and, the, and collaging is a medium that's quite good to, to political uh, to, in order to work with political themes because they um because they are so um, they are inherently political because you take images that have mm-hmm. connotations already yeah. political ideas maybe maybe it's advertisements that are representing also a sort the idea of, of reappropriating someone's yeah. imagery exactly and give it, it, give, give it a new meaning so yeah. It, yeah. Is, it is very uh, irreverent yeah. because you are taking something that's already there that has been given a meaning by someone else and then you're saying no 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 this is a new meaning that I'm giving it and then I'm making it official by making it by putting it into, yeah. a, into a, a piece of, of art yeah. and especially if you know what that meaning is if you view something from an ad and that ad might signify you know a huge corporation and what yeah. that sort of signifies using that in a constellation where it might not be obvious that it's an ad but it yeah. makes sense if you know and sort of I like these sort of yeah these sort of like deconstructions yeah and and um like hidden symbolism I quite like I quite like to hide little Nuggets like a Trojan horse. Yeah. Someone's just admiring your collage, and they go, "Oh my God, he's talking about this," and they didn't yeah. even know. 
I feel like because obviously I made a lot of work about sex, and I feel like there was this viewpoint that came from as I'm an atheist as well, but I had this like heavy religious Catholic and Muslim background. But then I was so liberated from that, and then I felt like the work I meant was so in rebellion. It was so it was so childish. It was so in rebellion of all that, but also like I felt it was useful because I found it liberating. But then I yeah, it was necessary. But then I wonder that when there's the absence of like self in in terms to relate to like because obviously you're making like work that is in response to religion but there's an absence of that self being religious yeah how does your work work does it work against it or is it just pure purpose is that this work has to exist because you believe there's not god or this work has to exist because this is a comment on what you you think religion is you know what i mean no i'm not so in the sense that like um, work can exist in against or in support and or just commentary yeah so does your work exist against or in support of like okay religion beats me and i make this but then that's okay because you're not religious Does that that's make a sense? really that's a really interesting question um I think I think it it, 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 it um I hope it stands on its own. Yeah. Uh, I hope it represents a view. I hope it supports its own viewpoint. Mm-hmm. If it talks against religion, that's okay with me. Yeah. It's not my sort of explicit goal to knock down and yeah. say, look what this religion yeah. has done. Yeah. Um, I do that in my academic life <laughs> uh, a lot. So, but but I so. It's okay for me if it does because I, yeah. I think that it's important that uh, I don't think it's a necessary condition. But so I, you don't necessarily feel like you you have to control what your work does or what no. your work says. No, I don't no, think yeah. I have to control it. I think it comes from a place of uh, of what I think and how I how I think about the world. Uh, and then if people take something else from it, that's fine. Yeah. But I hope that it uh, also. I mean, I hope I get my point across, yeah. but once you have yeah. made it work, you can't really control what people yeah. react to yeah. it. And talking about the art making process, the actual hands-on um, yeah. practicalities, I guess, um, because it's been it's been really interesting to hear the, the sort of the essence, like the juice behind your collages, the, the juice, you know, like the essence, like, oh, oh, okay, like, like yeah, the context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also really curious about the the nitty-gritty you know like because I, I my colleges are from things that I pick up from the floor so they like I say that they're a reflection of what London is yeah. and to me I love London and, mm-hmm. and I, call, I, I call myself a Londoner and and, and and I want bits of London to have conversations on my in my collages. So I basically pick things up from the floor, I give them shapes, and I get them together. So I wanted to ask you about your process. So is yeah, that, do you go through magazines? Do you pick things up from the floor? Are All they of found objects. Yes, everything. everything. I will. Um, my flatmates are always scared of what I bring home because I will bring home. Hey, Tom. Hello. <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> so Tom's um, arrived. He's getting Tom's a coffee. Yeah. I think. No, I, 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 my 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 work comes from everything. It, it, I will go through my, my books, my books, uh, newspapers, things I find. In the floor. Hi, Molly. This is Molly. Nice to meet you. <laughs>
How are you? Good, how are you? Good, good to see you. Where are we in the conversation? On the... We are... Um, the object, the found object. So we started by introducing the, the exhibition and now Gustav talked about the sort of... Um, the, the context, uh, like the... the, the the essence of the subject matter, like okay. his collages. But now we, we're down to talking about the actual making, the art making. How how does Gustav? And then you, maybe you can join us and tell us something about your stuff as well. Well, remember. all of you use found yeah. objects, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like there's an interesting like like um, reflection within the symbolic understanding of collaging and using something that's not yours, Ooh. and then the understanding of find something that ultimately is really not yours you just found it do you know what i mean and then yeah. how you, you create autonomy over this artwork that none of it is yours but like you're obviously allowed to to have ownership of it because you created this but then like what well, basically it would be interesting if all three of you speak about that the politics of the found object the understanding of college using other people's imagery the understanding of copyright in a loose way in a more like a more liberal less political understanding of it yeah i think no, I think um, I think sometimes because I think it's interesting to, to to talk about exactly this idea of is it does it constitute your your artwork if you find something? Mm-hmm. But I think that there's an inherent value in recognizing the potential or the quality of something. Okay, yeah. So spotting something that other people might say is this is just a dirty poster. Oh, but if you were the, if you were able to see wait actually this poster mm-hmm. in the right context or in the right constellation with other things or on its own actually has something to say I think that the value in that uh, constitutes a sort of artistic ownership yeah. or sort of grants a sort of artistic yeah. ownership over it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not really sure that any intellectual or uh, uh, artistic thing is uh, produced by one person it, no. it, yeah yeah uh, just, it's not possible to proceed without reference to others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. completely. Um, yeah. So I'm not. I, and regards ownership, isn't that uh, and copyright? I mean, I don't see it as a, a kind of rebellion against that at all. No. Uh, and in many ways, I think that you get the most out of found objects when you can decontextualise them, when you can actually um, get them to be innocent in some way again. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm put off all kinds of found objects because they're too obviously they're too obviously owned by somebody else such yeah. as a company or a brand yeah. or a, um, a, a fad a kind of current fad or level of interest if something looks kind of interesting but I see it through the eyes of a current fad yeah. I, I disregard it I don't want it because it's already owned um, in a way that um, makes it extremely hard to decontextualise. If you can decontextualise it, you're finding something um, afresh in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like seeing somebody without thinking about their family. You're seeing them in their own, you're kind of trying to separate them from their family. Yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting. In order to find, find a little bit more about who they are. Yeah. Which isn't to say that their family doesn't say a lot about who they are as well. Yeah. Like the family might have helped them form or create an image of who they are, but then once you see it, you don't see, you yeah. just see what the result is. Yeah. 
Is there ways that I f- that your do you individually do you believe there's ways that your work maybe pay homage to that history of, of the family that of the the, the the beginning of the 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 before they were lost before well, well if you look at if you look at um, uh, what Gustav was doing with that collage up yeah. there for me he's kind of. Uh, Touching on the classical world, he's touching mm. on uh, imagery of the classical world, such yeah. as statues, and then he's combining two pieces of statue of a man and a woman yeah. uh, in a way that's just on the just on the edge of being provocative without being overtly provocative. In other words, he's not slamming it in your face that these are two pieces of sculpture and he's round together. He's allowing you to discover that. So the ownership and the kind of cultural um, uh, propriety, cultural, not propriety, the cultural um, origin and high cultural origin is accepted, but it's then kind of moved away into some kind of current agenda about gender and so, and so forth. It's all done in a light, light way, and you can take it or leave it. Okay. Um, it's not round in your face. Yeah, um, I feel like I'm just I don't know. I obviously collaging. You you have your biases and you have your assumptions about it, and I feel like that stayed in B Tech Art and Design, and I never used collage ever. And I feel like yeah, and also I'm a performance artist, so I feel like that the value of um, the 2D I never felt until later on. But I feel like from this conversation, I'm understanding like collaging as growth. And of this idea of like, okay, like not only I'm gonna capitalize on like these found objects and like create autonomy and ownership of them, but also gonna like become a visionary in a sense, and like to, to create new pieces of work. And I don't think I ever gave, like honestly, I don't think I ever gave college that kind of like credit. I think I think that also might be linked to the to the tradition of the of the of the ready-made. Yeah, yeah. Because if you think about what the ready-made is, is uh, is uh, not 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 just an appropriation but uh, um, uh, giving something a new meaning yeah. and then and then something that is unaltered you have you know you have the, the ready-made usually you don't you don't change much and you, might, you might change the way it's looked at or something in you know but with collage I think collage is you will use the ready-made but we also I also can paint over it or I can create a new shape with it yeah. so I'm giving that piece that I found a new meaning so it's yeah, like an altered ready-made yeah so um why visionary? I don't know what you're talking about. No, maybe maybe looking see, at something and thinking. It's, yeah, it's much harder to make a mess. I mean, it's <laughs> very, I mean, I, I think you're kind of not tackling the fact that we're essentially making messes. I don't know. And, and and it's actually extremely hard. It's extremely not. You don't always find something in the mess making. Yeah. That that satisfies you and goes in the bin. Yeah. And. Uh, it's a, a lot of it's just rubbish. Yeah. So produce rubbish for rubbish. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I feel like though when I look at Juan's pieces, I'm seeing like if there is mess, it's very controlled. Yeah. And it's very repetitive. So there is like this idea of like prep and preparing, and like you have like structure. Yeah. So I don't know if I see that. I think maybe more so with your work, Tom, that I maybe understand the idea of mess, and I feel like maybe with your work, I more so understand the idea. of the history because I like we spent the whole day in the garden reading like of course that's like something I feel like connotates to something in the past 
so I think maybe I, I that resonates with me more so as like this idea of medicine, this idea of like um, everything being like put onto one. But when I look at hands, I see such control and such structure. Yeah, I think the mess is a it's a it's a process uh, description almost. It's minor very before I get to the point where it's it's very rarely because with collages you don't necessarily always know what you have to use. Yeah, because it depends on what you find or whatever. So it's hard to sort of with a painting you set up and you say I want it to look like this. The collage, it's a more sort of messy process in trying, yeah. trial and error and what you works. You give the impression that uh, there may be a mess, but you're doing this incredibly artful That's gesture. not what I mean. That's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the impression I get from looking at your, yeah? that your work. That, Maybe that's that, how, they are, how they end up. But, uh, I find it really interesting that we're talking about mess. I like that word, because uh, uh, when... It was uh, John Stesica, one of his talks, he talked about the difference between montage and collage. And um, I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like collage is what is, is kind of what, what happens when you let go. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, when you're painting yeah. something and you hit that spot and you go, oh, this is what I need to leave it. And then, and then you connect with it, you connect with that sort of creation and you live. Montage is uh, contrived and, and, and calculated. And, and usually, okay. and usually okay. you can tell. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you can yeah. tell when something's manufactured in a way, like a product as opposed to a piece of art. And I think for me, because I love rules, I love frames, I love, I love having sort of norms and you know, creating something from a, a formula because I find safety in that. For me, it's difficult well, I think, because I think I don't want to, I don't want to create montages. I think, I think all modern art is about all modern art. All of it. Every single piece of successful modern art is about. I mean, contemporary. Yeah. yeah. Is about um, someone creating a world for themselves in which yeah. they can be productive. Yeah. Um, and uh, majority of people try to do this and fail completely. Just fail 100%. Mm. And then every now and again, there's these people who create new paradigms through their own work. But they're they're very hard to follow. So clay is a kind of the obvious example mm. of an artist who just completely, entirely, one hundred percent created his own paradigm uh, and inhabited it and making made it his own. And then there's others which come, easily come to mind. Mm. And um, I, in a way, each collage is an attempt to kind of wrest from the the chaos a paradigm that you can momentarily inhabit in a convinced way. Uh, and make it your own. Ma make it your own. Most of the time you're unconvinced. It's just not working. It's just... I feel like I'm surprised by your freedom and lack of um, a certain control being that you're an architect. And when <laughs> I think of architecture, this is me coming from someone who knows nothing about mm. the practice of it, but I feel like there's like there's rules to follow and there's um, measurements you, there's measurements and like it's so like technical to a point because it has to be because of safety that I I'm surprised by how liberal you are with college but maybe is it because of that that you're like okay I have this architectural background but then there's this also like this part of me that doesn't necessarily have to fit that mold well if you if you look at a building or, or look in the space yeah like the space we're in now, uh, it's readily uh, uh, con 
conveyable or kind of representable using uh, collage mm -hmm. because there's this overlap of spaces. Yes, yeah. um, so architecture in the early modern uh, has got massively linked in with Cubism and yeah. uh, something like uh, Corbusier and we're very interested in the mm. episodic nature of Cubism. Yeah. Uh, so uh, one thing is the entrance sequence to the Villa at Garche, which is a sequence of kind of figures which are like moments in a Cubist painting. Um, it's quite, it seems abstract, but actually, when you start appreciating how uh, flat and uh, art-like one's, one's sense of space is, yeah. it's not difficult to see. Yeah, when you say it like that. Yeah. yeah. So everything is everything is collage, isn't it? Everything, everything is, is being collage. Yeah. yeah. And then now I feel like, no, because I'm just thinking, my brain's like, I'm thinking about this like space and Mario's Cafe yeah? Yeah. and like just knowing the cultural understanding and context yeah. of Kentish Town. Yeah. And then like how you as free art, well, I don't know if you're an artist, but I feel <laughs> like you free as like art practitioners, how you come in here and you like in a way contextualize Mario's Cafe to be yeah. uh, this yeah, yeah. Um, modern art cafe yeah. with just putting your work in here and how that relates and your your um, responsibility as artists coming into this space making this like abstract mm. contemporary Great art question. and like what does that mean because like, obviously I'm a Londoner I'm protective I want to know <laughs> I want to know the reasons I want to know like why we because like I feel like it's, it's important for us to not understand why we make art but where we make art as well and where we show art and I feel like there's so much responsibility we have as artists to like protect and to also to like pay homage so yeah if any of you can comment on that I was thinking one of the things that I was thinking I don't know if you might be related but you talked about how through art we can change a space or we yeah. can give a new meaning to space and I just think if you think about the process of gentrification it might be in the nature of an artist to enhance a space <coughs> and maybe I'm just blowing my own trumpet here, but uh, if you think about how neighbourhoods and areas in cities are changed, mm. um, it's, it's, it's clear that it comes from a place of, and I, it is very personal to me, financial struggle. Okay. So how, if I think if it wasn't because of the money, I guess some or most of the artists would just live in, a, in, in you know, Belgravia or somewhere really nice, but because we kind of forced out towards the periphery, then what happens is that we go to a place where we are forced to enhance the space and we have that vision and we have that sort of impulse to give things, to make them, you know, our own, talking about making things our own, <coughs> creating our own world. And, and what happens is that then once we settle and create yeah. the space and we sort of, I don't want to say improve, but maybe change it for the, yeah. make it more habitable and I don't know, then the designers walk in and then the techies walk in and then it's just like the next thing you know, you're paying £2,000 for a one-bedroom flat yeah. in, in Kentish Town. So, so I, that, that, was, that yeah. thought process was triggered by your comment. And yeah. I think uh, maybe this is trying to say, I don't know, make it, make it Mario's Cafe our own and just because I don't want this place to go. <laughs> yeah. So do you come into this space and think it is your own? If, or do you come it's to really space, welcoming. It's really you, welcoming. But do you come to space understanding... Um, the idea of ownership and that maybe now you can own it because maybe you're going to play a part in this becoming better not better but just continuating what yeah. it is hopefully yeah and then so how does that play into the sense of like just the 
the understanding of the roles we play as artists in comparison to community and like trying to bridge that connection especially when you're putting work in community spaces I'm very sceptical of the word community okay mm-hmm. um, why because I, it creates a non-specific lazy um, entity in a conversation that's immediately needy and victimish I completely and, agree and um, yeah and non-specific um, so politicians use it all the time yeah. mm. and it, to, to give them a, 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 an immediate platform that's it's not carefully described it's simply incredible and summed up with one word the yeah. community yeah there are communities yeah and they're over I should have been specific no there, I agree yeah. there are myriad communities yeah. especially here especially here yeah. um, but I don't just I don't identify them simply by the obvious, <coughs> the obvious identifiers because people are taking part in in different ways at different moments yeah. in different communities yeah so I think I think quite possibly uh the uh, property, uh, property issue that one's just been discussing, yeah. the kind of uh, uh, economic pressure yeah. he's under. Uh, um, I don't know, I'm not in the same situation. I came here many years before one. Um, I benefited from a price system that was would make you laugh if I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll cry. I'll cry. Um, <laughs> So, uh, and a lot of the people here have stayed put under mm-hmm. conditions where it's got harder and harder for them, but they've been uh, able to stay put for because of property. Yeah. So a lot of us are actually income poor, but um, but location rich. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I come to this cafe on a different footing to to one. Um, so I think it's kind of nice to be working together with people. Who, who are different mm. uh, uh, economically uh, positioned differently to me. Yeah. Um, from different from different backgrounds, and that's what we said at the beginning of the of the chat. The w- one thing that was really interesting is that we were so different, like not just because of you know our professions, but also because of where we come from and mm. and our, our age bracket and things like that. Yeah. Um, and what really got us together was the uh, collage. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and maybe it will go on. Maybe there'll be yeah. something else. Mm. Maybe it's a little boat that we've climbed into, and we can sail on the rough seas. Yeah, in it. <laughs> yeah. I like that image. And, and see where we get. Yeah, we did talk about the um, so the, the collage college. Didn't collage we? college. Collage college. <laughs> we don't know. That's yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I completely understand. I agree with this. The word community is vague. It's not specific, and also it's there's no responsibility when That's you right. use it. Exactly. And I feel exactly. like then, I because exactly. I come into this and I'm like, my mum and dad met ten minutes down the road. Yeah. Like mm. in the, my dad used to own the fruit store market yeah. outside yeah. Kentish Town, and like that's working class this area. Yeah, yeah. So I always like I always try just in ethics, yeah. in in um, honour to myself and who I want to be as a Londoner. Yeah. I'm I'm the low income rich area person. I'm yeah. from Holborn, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, what's it called? And I feel like I always want people to question when they're going to spaces how you're going into it. Not necessarily mm. why, because of course it's great for us to interconnect and to inter diversify ourselves with different classes and races and eg. But it's also like how are we going to do that are we going to do that from this place of like okay we're good, with care yeah. and like commitment yeah. or is this like temporary and <clears throat> beneficial in in this 
in this really short term selfish kind of artist way we can do which is just like how you just get like artists putting on works like in Bristol they put on works in like heavily dominated like homeless like in uh, areas and they put on works about homelessness and then disappear with no like past like aftercare and then do you know what I mean and it's like we benefit from that so heavily as artists and even the ones who we don't call ourselves artists we benefit from that and there's such a privilege like just to be like we can go into the space and better it and change it like we have so much privilege to be allowed to come into space because politicians that have that like um, MPs and people like they don't, they can't come to the space and say I'm going to better this but as us artists we have that autonomy and it's like what are we going to do with that I think, I think there's one thing that you should talk about which is really direct and that is we're taking and my collages have been in domestic space uh, until now and they do they look different to me on these walls it's not domestic space it's a public semi-public space so that that change is interesting yeah and I, and I think it's um it's like putting a frame doing getting i've got some frames made yeah and i'm glad i did because that's that's made them uh it just make them more public. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and I think that's a change, a fun change from yeah. being domestic to public. Yeah. And but it's a fun change for, for everybody because one 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 thing we do is privatise public space by taking ownership of it. But ownership is quite a domesticating activity. Yeah. It's highly linked with domestication. Yeah. Domestication is nice, but it can get out of control. Yeah. When we respect public settings, yeah. they respect us back. Agreed. Agreed. And we discover in ourselves a, 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 um, an aptitude for yeah. public life that we didn't think we had. Yeah. Um, that sounds very sustainable. Sounds like a very sustainable system. Then that's it? what it has to be. Yeah. But does that, so how does that work in relation to your your actual process do you do you consider when you make your not collages because no. i don't i i i um think this is an interesting discussion but i don't have a sort of consideration for where it goes i i do my work and if people like it they like it and if they don't like it yeah. they don't like it but i i do the work that i want to make and yeah. if mary wants to hang it I, that makes me happy yeah. and i hope that people like it and if they don't mm. like it then so I, I find it very difficult to to actually take on that responsibility that you guys are talking about. Yeah, I no, I understand that, and I think you're completely granted. I yeah. feel like as um, contributors, mm. so I'll release us from the term artists as contributors to London in a cultural sense. Um, we're allowed to decide when we want to and when we mm. don't want to give, and when we want to and when we don't want to be a part. Of, of the the political ideals mm. of of community and stuff like that and I think that's you're granted but then I also like I want that questioning happening yeah. because I feel like it's okay to like be like I'm not gonna care but it's like okay but then like have you understood why you're not gonna care <laughs> because like have you understood it's necessary because you don't have to yeah. do you know what I mean and I feel like these are conversations like, I don't, like this is a great yeah, conversation yeah. I feel like there's so much substance to your ideals of religion mm. and like atheism and how that is like reflecting this work and like how so many people from this community can like benefit from from this area can benefit from it but then if you're like leasing like well, in, in, a, in a sense creating that separation do you like miss out on stuff do you know what i mean uh yes but it's a more fundamental question for me about mm-hmm. uh 
uh, about it, I, I have a very hard time even relating myself to sort of feeling like I am part of, I live in Tofnal Park, whether I'm like yeah. a part of that community or whether I'm part of this community yeah. or, uh, it, it's, a, I have a hard time engaging with this sort of abstract communal or other or social setting because I understand that, that you know, if, I don't know if this is what you were trying to get to, but yeah. I have done all the reflections about uh, being a, a white man and sort of, and also being lucky and being lucky to meet people that are yeah. good to work with and sort of these things. So, so there's a lot of these sort of things, but I, I find it to be a much more um, one-to-one conversation. I, I, I really like to hear what people think about my work, but, but in a personal sense, when I hear yeah. Tom describe my work, that as one person who interprets it and mm. what he thinks and what that, that makes me really excited, but I have a, I find it very difficult to, 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 um, to come in and say, uh, uh, also because I don't feel like I can teach anyone okay, anything. Yeah. I feel like I'm just offering, yeah. offering one standpoint. And yeah. does that? No, mm. that makes sense. I feel like it's good if we feel like we can't teach to not, and also to understand. I feel like yeah. I think it's also to understand that there's so many like complexities yeah. to, to this, and it's not just as plain as a white male. Because even me myself going to certain spaces, I have to yeah. check m- my viewpoints, my yeah. understanding, and I have to educate myself. So I think it's yeah. less about being teaching yeah. a teacher, m- maybe more so about learning. Well. Yeah, you know. No, being teachable. Yeah, being teachable, like, and yeah. because none of us really know what this is really going to mean to no. the people who really come here, no. you know, and none of us are going to understand the the psycho like graphic yeah. like cultural relevance to us putting works in certain spaces because the fact that we're even allowed to put our works there yeah. do you know what I mean there's that already yeah and I think there's also there's obviously also always uh, I was on a panel recently in uh, at, at a talk about arts in the open societies yeah. at the Austrian embassy and you know being in this I'm, a, I'm 23 and I study this and I take yeah. it seriously and I read it a lot and I'm passionate about it but there is an authority, obviously, yeah. in hanging your work or being yeah. on a panel. By the virtue of hanging your work or being on a panel, that that yeah. holds an authority. But uh, it it is it's also given and it's taken away. It's given and it's taken, but it's also a question of the because I think there's a tendency at the moment, obviously, sort of among young people to sort of <clears throat> to collectivize or bring these overarching ideas of community yeah. communities or we have these sort of movements yeah. together and as a person who also consumes a lot of art yeah. I just don't have that relation to it I don't it, it it's way more one to one when I see a good painting I think about all the things around it and the times and the issues and it's like a place of reflection for you yeah but it's a very individual sort of yeah. experience and I yeah, so I find it. Does it have to, to be, be personal? Very, uh, is it the ideal person, the personal? I'm no, not. I don't even want to limit it to to. to no. I, I, it's just a, an individual. I guess it's a, it's an individualistic approach yeah. to it. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way to. Yeah, and is that also tied into your? Um, I don't know if reluctance is the right word, but maybe your hesitation to call yourself an artist. Because then, then yeah. there's that idea of like the artist 
yeah. this circle and then you're going to be a part of it but when you you, yeah. you, you don't want to be like that no and I think that's I think that's actually exactly what it is it's that I don't I, I don't I don't feel like I have the ability to claim the title of artist and I don't feel like I have the, the sort of entitlement to say I can embedder this community or I can improve it or I can hang my work and people can learn from it mm. I just want to say I do these yeah, people work, yeah. look at them they might like them they might hate yeah. them uh, and then explain the thoughts behind it yeah. um, so it's a lot it's on a lot sort of more I try to sort of do it more I think I think, I think some activities willy nilly are contrary to other activities mm. they're kind of in opposition I mean I, I was I follow uh, a Twitter feed called Paul Zazan so it dumps Paul Zazan paintings on Twitter yeah. it's a ridiculous concept format to do it so yeah. one inch by one inch <laughs> but I like doing it so you can just get a stream of every day all day yeah. go to Twitter do some work go to Twitter yeah. another Paul Cezanne painting yeah. <laughs> that's great and it kind of occurred to me the other day um, that each bloody painting represented time not for example I'm so certain to say about Paul Zan, but time not spent on the internet or, or yeah. not spent on the screen yeah. which is an extraordinary good use of time yeah. uh, and so in a way painting <coughs> is, is in opposition to uh, the internet and is yeah. into opposition to the screen because of the time component yeah. only mm. because of the time component um, and when you talk about one to one with art yeah. again it's an, it's an activity which is in opposition whether it likes it or not yeah. with other activities yeah no, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good uh, I think that's a fair uh, statement and there are a lot of these I guess if we are talking about it in the terms of responsibility, there's a question of are you conscious about it? I mean, yeah. whether you whether you actively exploit it or whether you are uh, whether that is just sort of the, how things are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's really interesting. I spoke to a to a, an artist recently who does these scannings, and she says, uh, you know, she wakes up, she goes onto her phone and looks at emails. Then she goes to her computer and does some more work. Then she goes to a studio and looks onto her big screen, she calls it, which is the scanning thing. And then she's been in the studio for nine or eight, eight nine hours. Yeah. And she hasn't talked to a person because it's all screens. So even, I guess, the practice can become victim of this internet screen. Yeah. But also he could have been doing that on a canvas. Yes. Because I find, I find it, um, like I completely agree, and at the same time I've been following this person on the internet, uh, on, on Instagram called Guy V, and he talks about the de- how, oh, yeah. we demonize, yeah. how we demonize technology yeah. and how we demonize yeah. social media. And it is not about the actual things, it's about how we use them. Yeah. And he had this very heated debate, debate with someone in Fox News out of all, you know, news, um, with inverted commas, mm. channels. And he, he, the, the presenter was going on about how people don't socialize anymore and how, how children are yeah. less, all that. And then he said, well, that's what my dad thought about uh, TV. Uh, yeah. my, my granddad thought about TV. That's what my dad thought about video games. It's like, it's not about the actual thing. It's about how we use the thing. Yeah. And we are in a really amazing... I mean, isn't it amazing that you have access to those images? They're not yeah. the actual paintings, but yeah. also, not just that you had access to those images, but that you had... The, you had 
that the opportunity to think about those images in that way because yeah. you represented mm. them through Twitter. Yeah. I mean, we are in an amazing time where yeah. we can just have all access to all this information and also have our own our own thought processes and come up with new ideas that maybe yeah. will push something further, yeah. will maybe destroy something or create something new. I think it's very interesting. I'm being the devil's advocate here about screens, um, but they could be used as a medium. They could be used mm. as, I mean, we 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 recording this on a on a on a phone and it will be broadcast to the world yeah. tomorrow hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's I think that's that's an amazing way of, of, of seeing how we're using technology now. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a good direction we could go in is now. Um, where are you lot? What are you lot gonna do next? Are you planning on doing any collaboration? <laughs> what did they do? Like, well, oh, well, where are they now? This is like this is. Um, like a great space to hold mm, yeah. such work but it's also like limited yeah we're here until the 4th of May until the 4th of May so yeah but it's also like limited I want to see like like what's next and like or if there is going to be anything next or is it like you're now under- have a different understanding where you can put that into your own personal practices mm. and do something individual well I think I think it's a very interesting question. I found myself in a in a careers coaching sort of environment the other day. Mm. Uh, I went to St Martin's mm. they had this week where you can go and get your CV checked and everything. And I just went there to get some ideas and this guy it was a very interesting conversation because he said I explained what I do and he said, "Well, you talk about London. So what you need to find is a bigger platform. You need to find a way of integrating your work with with London in a more because here is amazing. I mean, it's amazing you have it in a, in a cafe. Mm. It's, ama- it's amazing that you have we have it in this cafe, but it seems really narrow. It's like very focused on one space that is like a community again. Yeah. So how how do you how do you open up that space so your work is either exposed to yeah. a bigger audience or is integrated into London in a more sort of not efficient but more kind of wholesome way. So the aim so, is to to more on who and how you less than how you or like so, I'm trying to understand are you trying to reach more Londoners well, that, or are you trying to to me the aim is to get to the end of that question yeah, because yeah, I don't yeah. know the answer yeah. so at the moment just to answer your question is uh, I'm, I'm, I'm playing with that idea of I understand that now we're in a, in a place where it's more accessible to the public because it's not yeah. a white cube space yeah and at the same time what's next like how can I how can I make my work explode yeah. is it through graffiti is it through using the street is it yeah. through I really don't know but it's an interesting question I don't know I think that's what's next to me just yeah. kind of see, to sit with that question and see what yeah, obviously me. all of you are in some ways um, evoking the idea of accessibility though because I feel like there was a conscious decision for it to be here whether or not you understood that or not because there is like a, a relevance and there is a appeal and there's the aesthetic of yeah. it being in this like cafe yeah. and like and well, we could do an exhibition on all uh, we could ask participating shopkeepers that would be beautiful in these agents oh. yeah I love that that's there's a great this idea print so it's completely disposable we don't have to uh, we could do one frame print just yeah. pop it up and it'll work so just one in each shop. That is such yeah. a great idea. I think mean, that's just an example. No, I like that. No, 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 it's a really good that's idea. That's good. Because that, then that way we're kind of spreading ourselves. Throw it away. Yeah. But that doesn't and, work. Like, also, that is like the epitome of something that holds 
like the surrounding people well, together, saw, the local news agents. I saw a man, I was on the bus yesterday and I saw this man, he must have been in his 70s. Yeah. And I was, I was, um, he didn't, he looked like a proper kind of middle class white man. Mm. And then I was, it was Kentish Town High Street. And, and then I saw him and he very casually just walked by a wall and ripped off a, a poster of the, you know, those amusement parks that they yeah, put yeah. temporarily oh, yeah, in Hampstead yeah, yeah. Heath. And he just, <laughs> then he very carefully rolled it up and just put it under his arm. And I just thought, that's brilliant. That's what, <laughs> that's what I want people to do with my work. Is it? And that was my, that was my graduation piece. It was posters because I want people to just yeah. take it and make it, make it yeah. them oh, their own. Wow, so we get Prince to say, take it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, maybe something very, very <laughs> something very explicit. Yeah. Take care, this is my mobile number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think I think I think that'll be a good way of, of continuing this collaboration. I'd love to continue it. Yeah, because sure. it's really easy when I've done things like this to just go thank you guys, goodbye, and we've done it. So maybe I don't know, maybe that's Yeah, because I feel like there's something unique about having like Tom's um message. I know, there's a word about this. It's not messy. It's almost as if it's like a classical scrapbook. The classical scrapbook. Against Gustav's like clean, polished, like almost like editorial, like high standard, high definition, like work. And then Juan's like, like, which I feel like this is very different from you to make work, where I can see like the papers like sticking off and stuff like that. Because I know like you like the sense of like cleanness and you like the organization, I think. And you have that kind of. I, I, you, you like having control of your work which I feel like it's okay and like it's granted so I feel like there's a uniqueness in these three works I feel like you couldn't get any more different works not necessarily even artists like works you can get any different ones but the fact that it works in Mario's Cafe Kenneth High Street with like legit people I grew up in the state with ordering a cup of tea the dog in the cat like there's something about that that needs to be held and I don't know if this goes on to create discussion because oh, even coexistence or even just coexistence I don't know if that's just the it's just a virtue yeah I don't know if even that that's is a virtue coexistence yeah. yeah I agree I completely agree and I don't know if that's just what's important about this I was just thinking about politics coexistence is just so precious at the moment right yeah like it is what we need yeah to highlight the fact that we can coexist yeah and we can not just because we can tolerate each other but because we can grow up together yeah. and contribute to one another. Yeah, I completely agree. Shall we leave it there? Yeah, yeah I think this is beautiful. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, this is really good. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.